بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمده ونصلی علی رسوله الکریم اما بعد الحمدللہ today is the 12th of April in the year 2023 and alhamdulillah we've entered the last third of the holy month of Ramadan it being the 21st so we pray to almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he forgives us our many failings due to his unparalleled generosity in this glorious month Amen. And I've reached verse 30 of Surah Al-Ma'idah. So inshallah going through up to and including verse 31. So verse 30. Adhibu Allahi Mani Shaitan Rajeem. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. The selfish soul of the other led him to the murder of his brother. He murdered him and became himself one of the losers. So in a report, in Ibn Jarir and Ibn Kathir's tafsir, it's related. When his brother was killed, Qabil left him on the bare ground and did not know how to bury him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then sent two crows which fought with each other until one of them killed the other. It then dug a hole and threw sand over the dead corpse. When Kabil saw this, he said, and Allah quotes him in verse 31, Ya lata a'ajastu an akuna mithla hadal ghulabi fa'uwari saw'ata akhi. Woe to me! Was I not even able to do as this raven and to hide the shame of my brother? So here in this report it mentions that he didn't know how to bury i.e. the dead body of his brother and the reason for this is mentioned. In Imam Qurtubi Rahmatullah in his tafsir volume 6 page 106 the details I with regards to his murder it mentions it is related he did not know how to kill him so Iblis he brought a bird or another animal and crushed its head between the two stones so that Qabil could imitate this, which he did. This is stated by Ibn Juraj, Mujahid and others. So, Shaitan showed him how to quickly kill his brother. In the second report, again in the same reference, Ibn Abbas and Ibn Mas'ud, they said, he found him asleep and crushed his head with a rock. That took place at Thor, a mountain at Makkah, according to Ibn Abbas. So in another report, it mentions he was sleeping and he killed him during sleep. In the same reference, other places are mentioned. Aqaba, Hira, according to Muhammad ibn Jarir al-Tabri, and Basra at the site of the great masjid. So there's discrepancy where he was killed. Some say Makkah, some say in Iraq. According to Jafar al-Sadiq, it was at Basra. Habil was 20 when he was killed, said Imam Qurdi. So he was young. So he was 20 years old when his life was taken. Imam Qurdi then mentions in his tafsir, volume 6, page 107, Qabil then fled to Aden in Yemen 
And Iblis came to him and said, The fire consumed the offering of your brother because he worshipped fire. So you should set up a fire for you and your descendants. Thus he built a temple of fire and he was the first to worship fire as it is said and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. So here Imam Qurtibi mentions that Kabil he ended up worshipping the fire and how did shaitan deceive him into that because the fire that came it took the offering of his brother so he goes he worshipped fire that's why the fire helped him so is this correct and the response is this is not correct and the reason is because there's a report so it mentions so this is recorded in Hakim in his Mustadrak number 3654, Sahih, Zahabi, Sahih. Abdullah ibn Abbas, he said, Between Nuh and Adam, والسلام, were ten generations, all of which followed the law upon the truth. But then they differed amongst themselves. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent prophets as bearer of glad tidings and warners of punishment. So in this authentic report, it mentions for 10 generations, they were all upon the truth. This means upon Tawheed. So how could Kabil worship fire? You understand? So the authentic report indicates that he didn't commit shirk. <coughs> but it's mentioned, maybe this is from the Bani Israel, this report. Also, again in Imam Qurtubi in his tafsir, Abdullah ibn Abbas, he said, when he killed him, whilst Adam was in Makkah, the trees became toned, the food went bad, the fruits became sour, the water became salty, and the earth became dusty. Adam said, something has happened in the land. He went to India and found that Kabil had killed Habil. So in this report, it mentions that Adam he noticed great changes on the earth. And when he went to India, he found and he had the news that his son had been killed. In another report, again in Imam Qurtubi in his tafsir, it mentions that Kabil is the one who went to Adam When he reached him, Adam asked, where is your brother, Habil? Kabil said, I do not know. Did you charge me with looking after him? Adam then said, Did you do it? By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his blood cries out. O Allah, curse a land which drinks the blood of Habil. Then Adam remained for a hundred years without smiling. Until an angel came to him and said, May Allah prolong your life and delight you. Adam asked, what is delight? He said, making you laugh. After Adam was 130, five years after the death of Habil, Sheath was born. His name means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's gift and he was to replace Habil. So let's look at this. So in this report, it mentions Kabil came to Adam and he asked him, where's your brother? And you can see that he was a disobedient son. 
He goes, am I in charge of him? But then Adam realized he'd killed him. And then for a hundred years he grieved. But then an angel came and said, Allah Ta'ala will give you a gift. And he was sheep, i.e. the Holy Prophet. And also it mentions again Imam Qurtubi in his tafsir. I mentioned yesterday a report, it was Wednesday that he was killed. But here in Imam Qurtubi's tafsir, Anas radiyallahu relates that the Prophet was asked about Tuesday. And he said, it is the day of blood. On it, Hawa radiyallahu menstruated. And the son of Adam, alayhi salatu wasalam, killed his brother. So there's ikhtilaf. One report says he was killed on a Wednesday. Another says it was a Tuesday. Both the reports have weakness. But Allah Ta'ala obviously knows best. So verse 31. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a raven who scratched the ground to show him how to hide the shame of his brother. Woe to me! Was I not even able to do as this raven and to hide the shame of my brother? Then he became full of regret. So here, Imam Ibn Kathir Rahmatullah in his tafsir, he mentions volume 3, page 154. And Zayd ibn Aslam, he relates, Rahmatullah Shaitan then went to Hawa, radiyallahu in a hoodie. And he said to her, O Hawa, radiyallahu Qabil has killed Habil. She asked him, Woe to you, what does kill mean? Shaitan said he will no longer eat, no longer drink, no longer move. Hawara Diyalanha said, Is this death? He said, Yes. She then began to weep until Adam came to her while she was weeping. And he asked, What is the matter with you? She did not answer him. He asked her two more times. She still did not answer. Thereupon he said, you and your daughters will inherit the practice of weeping whilst I and my sons are free of it. This is in Ibn Abi Hatim, Ibn Kathir's tafsir. So Shaitan, he's managed to get his foot in. So now he goes to Hawa and he says, your son has killed your other son. And look how innocent they were. They don't know the simple thing. He goes, kill, what does kill me? And look at the son. Because he didn't know how to bury his brother. So this is the you know the beginning of humanity. And Shaitan told him, because he's not gonna move, he's not gonna eat, he's not gonna drink. And then she started weeping, maybe started, you know, going overboard as they say. So Adam wasalam, asked her three times, no answer. And he goes, This is not gonna go on to your daughters. Because my sons will be free of it. So notice predominantly wailing comes from the women. And this is a, the dua of Adam according to this report. And then the report I mentioned, I'll mention it here in Bukhari and Muslim, Nasai, Tirmidhi, Ibn Yamaja, Imam Ahmad's Muslim. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu relates that our beloved messenger said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, La tuqtalu nafsan zulman illa qana ala ibn Adam al-awwali kiflan min damiha li'annahu qana awwala man sanna al-qatl. Any soul that is unjustly killed, then the first son of Adam will carry a burden of its shedding, for he was the first to practice the crime of murder. 
So in this flawless report, a few things are very interesting to highlight. It mentions he was the first, the Prophet said it, so there's the proof that he was the eldest. And he will get the share of all the murders till Qiyamah. Then in another report, it mentions in Ibn Jarir ibn Katir's tafsir, Abdullah ibn Amr radiyallahu he said, the son of Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, who killed his brother will be the most miserable amongst men. There is no bloodshed on the earth since he killed his brother till the day of resurrection. He will carry a burden for it, for he was the first. For Ibn Amr said he is the most miserable, meaning this is the great crime he committed, but he'll have to pay a very heavy price for this. Also, so this is in the work Adam the father of humanity, page 118. The Shaykh says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he had Qabil witness a crow digging the ground. This taught Qabil how to bury his brother's corpse. But it also showed how degenerate he had become. Though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him through his father the best guidance in order to live an honorable life, he rejected it and he recurred to disobedience. Thus Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him take guidance from such an inferior creature. This brought a great deal of remorse into Qabil's heart. So this is a very interesting. If you turn away from guidance, you will turn to something which is showing that you're going to be lower than the, even the animals. Who did he turn for guidance? The ravens. It is said that Qabil received immediate punishment in the worldly life for the murder. This is not surprising. Why? Because in a hadith in Bukhari's Allah double Mufrad Abu Dawud and graded Sahih in As Sahih number 918 and a similar report by Abu Huraira radiallahu in Behaki and Tabrani graded Sahih in As Sahih number 978. Abu Bakr, he relates radiallahu that the Prophet said, No sin deserves. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rushes the punishment for the sinner in the world in addition to what he has stored in the hereafter more than transgression and the cutting of kinship ties. So here he was quickly punished. This hadith proves it. Why? Because he killed and he cut, of course, the ties of kinship. So the Prophet was highlighting this had to be very quick and swift what was going to happen to him. So now with regards to what's interesting about this passage, in verse 31, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions the crow or the raven. So every animal he mentions, there's wisdom. So what they've discovered about the crow is that it is the most intelligent of the bird species. It is the most intelligent of the bird species. So think about that. So Allah ta'ala, he knows his creation. So who did he send to teach Kabil? What to do? The most intelligent of the bird species. And what's interesting, they don't tolerate, you know, they've got a hierarchy amongst them. For instance, one of them was caught, I think he, he had stolen something. And then the, a group of crows, they called them murder. That's interesting. The word for a group of crows is murder. <laughs> Where did they get that from? Maybe the Quran. And then, they basically finished him, they killed him. Mm. All the other crows got together, they, they killed that other crow, mm. for this deceit. Mm. So it's a very intelligent creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has mentioned it twice in one verse. 
This is worth mentioning. Question. Can you eat a crow? So Qadi al-Safadi al-Shafi'i in his work The Mercy and the Difference of Opinion page 14 he mentions sorry not page 14 page 97 he says Imam Abu Hanifa Imam Shafi'i Imam Ahmad agree that all birds with talents which attack others like falcons, hawks and eagles are unlawful to eat as well as those without talents which eat corpses such as vultures and crows. So there's two types of birds, one with talents, one without talents. According to three of the Imams, any bird with a talent is forbidden. But they also add, a bird without a talent, but it eats corpse, such as vultures and crows, they're also forbidden. So according to three of the Imams, crows are forbidden. Imam Malik says, absolutely halal. And then he mentions other things. So there's a difference there, which is worth mentioning. The other thing about this is that they are very, they're an ancient creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the earliest period of humanity. So crows have been around from the earliest days. So it'll be interesting to find out, you know, whether they've also diminished in size, like the first men and women. Maybe they were huge at the time, but Allah ta'ala knows best. So now if you look at the verse, what does uh, it mention? It mentions that Kabil apparently grieves. He goes, Woe to me! Was I not even able to do as this raven to hide the shame of my brother? He became full of regret. So Imam Sayyuti in his Tafsir Jalalain, he says, He became one of those who regretted, meaning for carrying the dead body of his brother. Then he dug for him a grave and therein he buried the first dead body of a human on the surface of the earth. So if you look at the verse, you get this impression that he grieved. He wasn't grieving. Imam Suyuti goes, he grieved because he was carrying him unnecessarily. He goes, I should have just buried him. So again, note, if you go to the Quran without commentary, you might think, oh, there was a soft spot in his heart. He realized he's grieving now. Well, even if he was, it's too late, he's killed. But even that's not a correct interpretation. And look what he says, Imam Suyuti. He goes, this was the first human buried. So look how tragic. The first human to be buried was murdered. <laughs> you, know, you think the first human is going to be the most honored? Of course, you know, if uh, the one who was murdered, it was an honor. But the one who killed him, think about that. And also it mentions, Hassan al-Basri, he recited this portion. For asbaha minan nadimin, the end of verse 31. Then he became full of regret. He explained, Allah Ta'ala made him feel sorrow after the loss that he had earned. So Hassan al-Basri actually said he realized later too late the gravity of the crime he had committed. So Hassan al-Basri takes that understanding. And also, it mentions so, this is in the work Lanterns of Guidance by Sheikh Muhammad Abdul Rahman Mazhari Rahmatullahi, page 69. He states, A site to the north of Damascus has popularly become known as the site where the first murder took place. Then he quotes, 
Ibn Asakir, rahmatullah alayhi, he relates the dream of Ahmad ibn Kathir, rahmatullah alayhi, in which Rasulullah appeared before him, sallallahu alayhi wa with Habil. So what's happening? So there's a respected sheikh of old. He has a dream. And who does he see? He sees Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa and he sees Habil, the one who's murdered, radiyallahu Habil, radiyallahu then pointed to the site and swore it was there he was murdered. Rasulullah confirmed it. Sallallahu alayhi wa Ibn Kathir, he commented here, rahmatullah alayhi, although the dream is true, meaning this is an accepted report, it cannot be used to establish any concrete injunction of the Sharia or a historical fact. <laughs> so what Ibn Kathir said, he goes, this is a true, this is a true, it's a reliable report. But we don't, we cannot base our Sharia upon dreams. So that's why I mentioned yesterday that Ibn Kathir mentioned in Al-Bidai, it was in Damascus that he was buried. I, uh, Habil, radiyallahu. And also, Imam Qurtubi, in his tafsir, he adds a few other points. So, this is in his tafsir, volume 6, page 109. Adam and Hawa, they came to his grave and they wept for days. Then, Walqabil was on top of a mountain. An ox gored him and he fell and he smashed at the foot of it and he perished. So this is one report. Going back to the authentic report, it had to happen quick because the Prophet promised you commit murder, you cut ties, Allah will take you to task quickly. So it makes sense. So mother and father went to the grave, they wept, obviously, their son, eldest son. Kabil got smashed by an ox and he fell and he, he was killed. Second report, again in the same reference. It is said that Adam والسلام, prayed against him and the earth swallowed him up. <laughs> so when he went to the grave, he was so moved. He made a dua and he sunk into the earth. In the same reference, it is said that Qabil was distressed after killing Habil and stayed in the wilderness. He could only eat from wild animals. When he caught an animal, he hit it until it died and he ate it. So he was living, he was like a wild, he became wild, according to this report. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, he was he had livestock, but he didn't know how to slaughter properly. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't taught this by his honorable father. And also, verse 31, Imam Qurtubi said, The literal meaning of this verse is that Habil was the first human being to die. This is why the custom of burial was unknown. This is what At-Tabari related from Ibn Ishaq, from one of the people with knowledge of what was contained in the first books. So people go, well, didn't he know how to bury? Everybody knows how to bury. Because this was the first human to die. Everything was new, right? So he was buried under the earth. And what's interesting, just to add this, his son that he was blessed with was Sheath. And I should have mentioned a few things. Hafiz Ibn Kathir, he mentions, Sheath means a gift from Allah. Because he was born after the killing of Habil. There's a report about him. In Ibn Asakir, Ibn Mardawi, Abd Ibn Humayd, Addur al-Mantur, al-Bidayah. Our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down on earth 104 tablets. Sheetha alayhi salatu wasalam alone received 50 of them. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down on the earth 104 tablets. <coughs> Sheet alayhi salatu wasalam alone received 50 of them. Amazing. So if somebody says to you the scripture, 104 tablets, what are the tablets? That you get the Suhuf of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam scripture, pages. He was given 50 out of the 104. So he was given immense knowledge by Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he lived to a venerable old age as well. The great sheath alayhi salatu wasalam. And just to add to finish, Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, he lived a thousand years. When he was dying, in Imam Ahmad in his Musnad, he said, I yearn for the fruits of paradise. So one of the interpretations of that was he was yearning for his son, Habil. So why do some scholars interpret it to mean his son? Because in Surah Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you will be tested. And he mentions with loss of life, loss of wealth, and then he mentions fruits, thamarat. And Imam Shafi said about that verse, thamarat means children. Allah Ta'ala doesn't say in the Quran, you will be tested by the loss of children, because you will be, lo- you'll be tested by the loss of fruits. So, look how touching. When he was dying, he was like, yearn for the fruits. And the report then continues, that the sons, they started looking for the fruits. They actually thought he was asking, looking for the fruit. And then the angels met the sons. Because where are you going? Because we're looking for the fruit. So they goes, go back. Your father's, you know, he's going to pass away. And when they came, the angels did everything for Adam alayhi salatu They did his ghusl. They shrouded him. They dug the grave. They lowered him. They did janaza. And after they did everything, the angels said, alayhi salatu this is the sunnah for the children of Adam. And look how beautiful. Exactly the same thing we do. We don't even appreciate what Allah has given us. Imagine somebody goes to you, look at all the other religions. What do they do for the dead? Put lipstick on him. Makeup. What's all that about, right? Oh, another one. What do they do? You know, wake. You know, get bottle out, right? Let him drive past Pope. Right? We don't even realize. But everything we do is from the first man. Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. But his was done exclusively by the angels. An authentic report. So note his ending was sublime. And like I mentioned, how many days did the earth weep over his passing? Seven days. All of creation, Ata said, wept, wept over him for seven days. In Ibn Asakir and Al-Bidayah. So I'll decide the verses. We will conclude. Allah <laughs> قال يا ويلتا أأجزت أن أكون مثل هذا الغراب فأواري صوت أخي فأصبح من النادمين We pray to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes the Quran the Rabbi of our hearts We pray to Almighty Allah Subhanallah <laughs> bihamdihi